Welcome to the Overgoing Third Graders podcast, sponsored by Magic Mind. And today's guest, Leisure Pants from the Fee POA podcast. What is up, my friend? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, I appreciate you being on. You've been a you're a busy dude. You're a busy ass dude. I have really hoard my. Oh, sorry, I can't. <laughs> I have really uh, stretched myself thin this week. Not that thin. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have been a little thinner. Um, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of shows to go on. (laughs) It's a good problem to have though. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Well, that's all that really matters really. As long as you're having fun, you're not having fun. You ain't doing it right. Right. So you're from the Pacific Northwest. I'm from Northern California. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm in a little town called Redding, just uh, two hours from the Oregon border. I've driven through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's known for being driven through because it sucks. You know, when I drove through it, I didn't know Redding was called Redding because it's actually red. Yeah. Like the dirt is red. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's red. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing special here, honestly. Just a bunch of uh, mountains, lakes, and uh, Bible thumpers. Yeah, sounds nice. I like lakes. Yeah. Lakes are cool. Like the hiking trails. If you're outdoorsy, this is a great place. But, you know, yeah. you yeah. live in outdoorsy area. Well, you, you oh, live yeah. in Seattle or outside of Seattle? Uh, you know, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes south of Seattle. Okay. So do you yeah. follow the sports teams and all that there or no? Um, off and on, I, I, I used to follow, you know, the, the Seahawks and the Mariners when I was a kid and the Sonics up until they went to Oklahoma, but not so much anymore. Yeah. I, I have never seen a Kraken game. They're our new NHL team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those are here are awesome. I, I, well, I don't know if you could tell I'm a Seahawks fan. I have been since I was eight. So how do you feel about uh, Pete Carroll even? Um, I probably one of the few people that was one saying that he needed to go. So you're, you're not the only one. It was time, you know, he's 72. Yeah. Yeah, 72. I I think it's time for him to retire, but I guess he's looking for a new team. So we'll see. Yeah. He hearing that he might go back into college. So Mm. yeah, who knows? So yeah, yeah, I, uh, (laughs) My grandpa's from Canvas, Washington, so that's the only reason why I've stayed a Seahawks fan. Yeah. Since he's passed away, I've just like I'm once I'm on, with a team, I stay their fan. Um, I live in Niner Country, so it sucks right. half the times, especially now the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Niners—that's like our biggest rival. Yes, it is. Yeah, and my brother's a Niners fan, and a lot of my best friends are. So every year yeah. is always real fun. <laughs> Got a couple Niners fans up here too. You know, we're not too nice What's to them. I, you shouldn't be. You should never be right. nice to the Niners fans. You like, know, you know what Niners fan there. I do like though. I like I like uh, Wolfpack toy reviews. He's cool. Yeah, Wolfpack's even though he's cool. a Niners fan. Yeah, trust me, I get a lot of crap from him too every year. It's back yep. and forth all all year long. We were in a fantasy football league this year, and he talks so much trash. He does, right? <laughs> yeah, all the time. There's just one game. I can't remember. 
how far in the season was, but I forgot to switch out Geno Smith with somebody else, and it was already too late. And then he messaged me. He's like, "You didn't switch out Geno Smith." I'm like, "I totally forgot, dude. My bad." And he must have been especially my... bad this year, talking trash. He, I don't. Oh, actually, I don't think he won. I think he came in second place, actually. But his team's in the Super Bowl, so. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see what happens there. Yeah. It is the Chiefs, which I don't like either. So, right. Oh, man, so what's uh, what's been going on with you? Anything fun or interesting this week so far? Um, just a lot of streams. I streamed with Rocco last night. That was a lot of fun. Rocco is a funny yep. guy. A little controversial, I guess. I I don't really yeah. know why. Um, he's super nice to me. Um, you know, he's really cool. I, I, I get, you know, he's really into the clickbait thumbnails and titles, uh, but he, right. you know, he that. So it's like, I can't hate the player. Right. Nope. Gotta hate the game. <laughs> right. Um, you know, uh, some, some new toys here. I got the new, uh, Mezco Dr. Doom in the other day, which is Ooh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. I'm really digging this that one. Nice. Diecast. He's diecast. Isn't it? Yeah, I was surprised to wow. see that. He's uh yeah, pretty yeah, nice. That looks super nice good. Got in my uh series four action force stuff, which I've been having fun with. Um planning some cons. I'm going to some cons this year, including Emerald City Comic Con, which I have not been to in several years. But um really? I got a friend coming from out of town to go, so I, I said, fine, I'll go downtown Seattle. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Emerald City with you. That's fine. Just this once. No, no big deal. I yeah. saw that you're going to, you're going to San Diego Comic-Con as a member of the media press. Is that right? They, yeah, they did. I couldn't believe it. They approved my uh, application, uh, which was, uh, blew me away. Wild? That was wild. Um, and then uh, I'm going to Dallas Fort Worth GI Joe show with Valiverse. Oh, sweet! In, yeah, that's in June. It'll be his first show there. Uh, just a yeah, just a lot going. It's going to be a busy year, and I thought this year was going to be pretty chill, but things just keep piling on, and I got a, I got a lot to do. So, but that's good. I like staying busy. Yeah, that's a good thing. <clears throat> like I said, it's always good to have a, a lot of problems that are good problems. Right. I um. <laughs> I think I, for, I don't know, I got, um, well, one, I didn't know this even existed. So there's a toy con in Vegas. Apparently they have it every year. I had no idea. So I applied for media press passes and I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get these. And this was a while ago. And then just like two weeks ago, they sent me the, oh, you, your application is accepted. Here's your passes. Cool. And I was like, what the, f I was like, wow. That's cool, man. Okay. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. And, I saw the uh, I saw the flyer for that online somewhere, and uh, that sounds really cool. I can't squeeze it in. I I would love to go to Vegas again. I haven't been in like four or five years, but um, you know, th there's a lot of good toy hunting in Vegas. A lot of good local shops. Is there? Yeah, so, I've never been to yeah. Vegas, so it'd be my first time. Oh, you're gonna have you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, and then um, I'm. 
trying to think CinemaCon. I, uh, I think those are pretty much going to be uh, a yes to those. I'll have uh, media passes for CinemaCon, so that'll be interesting. I've never done anything like that. Where's CinemaCon? Vegas. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I think they're like March and April or something like that, so they're back-to-back. I'll get to experience Vegas one way and then the other way, I guess. I don't really know. Are, are you going to drive? It's not, I mean, I guess it's a pretty far drive still for you because it's so far south, right? Yeah, that's from here. I think it's, I can't remember. I think it's like 14 hours, 15 hours, oh, yeah. something like that. That's like from here to San Francisco. I would fly. <laughs> yeah. You know, follow the plan because I'm going to have a friend from LA drive to uh, Vegas and I'm going to fly out of Sacramento to Vegas. Just way easier. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, Mr. Ted Ducknoff. What's up, Ted? Good to see you, buddy. Ted, good, good man. Good man. Good mm-hmm. uh, toy shop online. Cinnamon <laughs> Con. Yeah, it might as well be. Uh, collecting havoc. What happens in Vegas never stays in Vegas. Yeah, tell my wife that. She's not going to really like that I'm going there without her. But that's okay. So as far as so I did I watched your stream with Rocco today. I tried I tried watching it yesterday. But I got busy, so I was rewatching it today. Yeah. Um, but like like you said, like he is controversial. I mean, that's why he gets clicks and people view his videos. Um, so you're, you don't have, you've never, besides the other time that you've had him on, is those the first two times you've actually like spoken to him? Um, I mean, in, in person, I, yeah, I, yeah. I over the internet in person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was actually He's aware there. of his channel many, many years ago when he was, he talked about his diorama stuff. And he was making trees mm-hmm. and whatnot. He talked about that yesterday. And I remember that, right? And then I don't know what happened. It kind of fell off my radar. And then all, all of a sudden he comes back. Um, and I had people warning me like, hey, you're going to go on Rocco's channel? Ooh. You know, are you going to have Rocco on your channel? Oh, that guy. And I'm like, well, well, you know, maybe it's a mistake, but uh, <laughs> I'll make up my own mind. And maybe, you know, maybe he'll turn out to be a, a jerk. I don't know. But. So far, Rocco's been cool. Yeah, I mean, people change over time. I mean, he did say he took time away, didn't he, from YouTube? Yeah, he said he had uh, this whole thing where he was emo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that <laughs> took him away for a while, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, those pictures are freaking hilarious. Yep. I like how uh, he was saying that you had spiked blonde hair. Is that what he was saying? I can't remember if he said that. We were, yeah, we were talking about, you know, our former selves. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when you're, you know, when you're in your early 40s, you've lived through several different fads and styles of dress, many of which I have successfully avoided, like Jinko jeans and, you know. Yeah emo hair but i did succumb to you know bleach blonding my hair over 20 years 
probably about yeah over over 20 years ago now <laughs> and um i i may have worn a puka shell necklace <laughs> that's what I, I think i remember most was the puka shell necklace yeah and it automatically made me think of 20 22 or 21 jump street automatically <laughs> yeah automatically great movie i was like oh that's such a great scene great movie <clears throat> yep yeah the man collects in here yeah the frosted tips i'm not gonna lie dude i had frosted tips back in my 20s hey it was the thing it like early 2000s late 90s people were bleach blondie eminem look at him he was a toehead yeah. yes he yeah. was yeah i had the bleach blonde i have the uh i think not the studded necklace but uh like those uh silver like ball necklace that they had back then in the, oh, yeah. in the 90s or something 2000 something like that yeah it's like I, had, a, I had that a bunch of ball bearings yeah. on a string yeah pretty much yeah i mean that was i don't know that was the skateboarding era uh back then also yeah it was like warp tour started looking a little preppy almost yeah yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I used to skateboard back then and into punk rock, still am into punk rock. Um, obviously That's we'll 90% of what music. I still listen to. Yeah. You know, I That's mean, I good. still listen to all my 90s bands and, and you know, 80s bands, um, you know, some 2000s bands, but still a lot of punk rock. Yes. Everyone had the Zach Morris. That would be the correct way of saying that. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, the um I think what was your like so what was your go-to band back then, back in the early nineties for punk music? Um it, it would have been Rancid, Offspring, um Green Day, No Effects. One kind of led the... to the other. I think Offspring was probably uh, Offspring was probably the first band that I got into, okay. you know, in that okay. era. And I remember like the older kids, like, you know, like if I was wearing an offspring shirt or something, they'd be like, that's not real punk rock, you know? And then like yeah. 10 years later, I'm seeing kids wearing newfound glory shirts and I'm like, that's not real punk rock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I know. I'm, uh, I remember that era so well. And I can't, I don't really remember the band that got me into punk music but i knew like all my friends listened to like rancid misfits tsll stuff like that yeah and i started you know hanging out with them and like skateboarding and started listening to my now i listened to it mainly because it drove my mom nuts she didn't like it because she's very religious so i was like that was my me rebelling back then mm -hmm. it was awesome. So awesome yeah i you mentioned misfits in that album walk among us i got into that yes probably like junior or senior year of high school like some kid had it and i had a cd and i'd played on my remember disc man yes i do i had a disc man and um man that walk among us cd i i that was in there forever i never took that out. i love that did album. You, i didn't say did you wear it out no i mean i wore out several disc mans but the cd's fine Old Discman's man, man. I feel like the '90s had way better technology than the, the stuff nowadays. I mean, it is kind of nice to have 
every song I want to listen to at the, you know, in the palm of my hand at all times. I think that's better right. than, because I used to like have a backpack and I would have no school books in it. I would just have my folder of CDs. It was like a hundred disc folder. That's all my backpack was for. Cause I never did homework. I yeah. never took anything home. I still passed. I still graduated on time. Um, and, but yeah, that was, you know, I'd be like walking down the street to school, like finding a new, flipping through that thing, trying to find a new CD. Yeah. Sounds very familiar. Yeah, that was yeah. that was me back then. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I used to have, God, dude, probably five of those stupid things in my car under, under each of the seats just because I couldn't fit them anywhere. That was always fun oh. trying to drive and stick those CDs in there. How about when you're uh, at a flea market or the swap meet and there's some seller with a folder of CDs like that and you could tell it's someone's personal collection and you're like, that definitely wasn't stolen out of their car. You know? <laughs> yeah. Guy selling this folder of CDs. <laughs> yep. I usually see that when I go to Roseville, out of, it's a uh, town out of Sacramento. And usually it's like a bunch of Hispanics. And I'm like, there's no way you listen to all this stuff. No way. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you listen to all this rock music and like, I don't know, because they like don't speak the best uh, English. So it was always funny. They were like, be dressed up in cowboy hats and cowboy boots and the jeans and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely probably stole this or someone stole it and bought it. You bought it from them all the time. There was a, a Mexican kid in my high school that I was friends with and he was all into hip hop, right? He was a hip hop guy. He thought rock was stupid. And then someone like, like somehow he heard corn probably on MTV. Oh, and like within a week he had switched. Like he was wearing black t-shirts and he had the Jinko jeans and just everything. Like he totally came to the dark side <laughs> with corn <laughs> of all bands. Yeah. It's one West. That's uh wow. One way to go, I guess from hip hop to metal. That's inter- That's very interesting. Yeah. There was a lot of crossover at that time, though. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I don't know. Like, would you... I mean, Linkin Park would be kind of a crossover band, I guess. Um, oh, sure. Well, I know a lot of people call, like, Linkin Park... Or not Linkin Park, uh, Limp Biscuit, a crossover band. Because they had the rap, and then it was rock. Yeah, they did, yeah. I was surprised to see they were like making a comeback lately. That blew my mind. I'm like, oh, those guys? I thought oh, Limp Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they like had a new video and a new uh, album and they still sound just like they did back then. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's uh something I was talking with my friend this couple uh last couple times we've talked, we're talking about how the music from the 90s into the early 2000s is making a comeback it is because like all the rock music like it all like died off like it's been always been hip-hop and pop and it felt like all the rock music and like all the pop punk stuff is all starting to come back dude i've I've said this before but i was dropping my kid he's well he's 14 now i was dropping him off at school and there was a kid walking into the school with a pair of jinko jeans and their jinko jeans are vintage (laughs) now right yeah, because that, that I don't think that company's around anymore. Uh-uh. But I, I looked up Jinko jeans; they're like a thousand dollars a pair. 
Holy people crap. Are, yeah, they're like super valuable now. <laughs> but they're coming it's like so that crazy. style, that like genie pants style, you know, where where the the cuff of the pants is the same size as the waist of the pants, right? Right. That style is back. Kids are digging the late 90s look. Yeah, that's like my daughter. She's uh he was into God, I don't know what kind of music, but some like I guess hip hop pop hip hop stuff. Um then all of a sudden <clears throat> she's like listening to corn and I'm like, wait, what just happened here? And she dresses <laughs> like I did back in that era. It's super weird. But wow. also I like it because it's cool. I'm like, I can relate to you now with music. And then she's like, Your music's dumb. I'm like, it's literally the same stuff you listen to now. <laughs> Goddamn kids. I know it's freaking kids. Yeah, I'm taking her to her first concert because uh, oh, cool. her one of her favorite bands is Pierce the Ville, and they're playing with Blink One Eight Two. They're opening for Blink One Eight Two, which is one of my favorite bands. So I was like, "Oh, look cool. at this! We're gonna go together." And she's like, "I don't want to go with my dad." <laughs> like you have, I've no you know, I've option. never seen a Blink One Eighty Two in concert. I don't think. Oh really? I've seen them plenty, plenty of times. Well, maybe I saw him at work tour. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the first time I've ever seen them, they were called Blink. They weren't. They didn't have the 182 then. They played in this town that's about 20 minutes from me. Uh, they opened for AFI, and AFI was starting to get a little bit of a buzz. This is before they got huge. Um, in the underground, they were starting getting big. So they opened for AFI, and that was the first time I ever heard of them. I still have their first CD, Catch the Cat, that says Blink on it. Cool. And I was like, yep, I'm, I'm never selling that thing now. But yeah. I've seen them over the years. Um, they definitely definitely weren't Blink-22 when uh, Matt Skiba was there, when he took over for Tom. And now yeah. that Tom's back, they're I think they're just, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you really like them still or at all, but I... I've never not liked them, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, they're, yeah, I like Blink 182. I mean, they're not like my favorite band, but I like them. What would you say is your favorite band at the, in this time of your life? Uh, I mean, they've been my favorite band for as long as I can remember the Beastie Boys. There we go. All right. Beastie yeah. Boys. Yep. Did you ever listen to their punk rock album? Yeah, oh, everything. It's uh, that punk rock album is Oglio Weolio. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Claws. Going Commando in Gene Coats. No thanks. I just saw somebody that Walmart today, unfortunately, whose pants are ripped and never want to, uns- I can't unsee it now. You see wild stuff at Walmart. Yes, you do. Erosion of conformity. I actually know who they are, too. Yep. So I was going to ask you, because you're, um, you know, you're friends with Bobby Vela stuff, and I don't have any Velaverse stuff. So sell me on a reason why I would pick Velaverse Action Force over G.I. Joe Classified. Well, I mean, I collect both, but um, I know. Sell you on it? Do you like yeah. military figures? Yeah. 
Do you like them to be well articulated? Yes, sir. Do you like building like do you like troop builders? Yep. Army building? Yep. Do you like customizing? I don't do that, but I probably would. How about kit bashing? Pop and swap. Uh more than likely, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. And you get a lot for your money. You get um you know, you, you get probably every hand that you would want with the figures. I think uh eight, eight, uh four pairs of hands, fist, cup, oh, trigger, shoot. and knife holding. Yeah. A couple of heads with every figure. You get upgrade packs. He just came out with a head pack. So you can swap heads on your that, trip yeah. builders. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, and, that right there is awesome. And then if you would like, you can get into the lore with the comic books. Um, and if you like that, then, you know, it's a new fresh IP that you might be interested in. Instead of that. going back. Salesman. In... Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I, we all like the stuff that we grew up with. I'm a big Star Wars right. fan. Right. Um, but but sometimes it, I just I mean, Star Wars hasn't been good, in my opinion, for no. quite a while. But um, I just want something fresh and new. I don't want to go mm-hmm. back and, and read another story about Luke Skywalker or Batman. Sometimes I do. But sometimes I want something new and fresh and original. And um, right. the, the, the world that Bobby's building with Action Force is really cool. And funny enough, it, <laughs> it seems like some of the stuff in his story is, has come true or is coming true. Um, in in the real world, which is unfortunate, but I don't want to get too into that. But um, it's a good story. Oh, good. I need yeah, because I have like RG. Um, we are in a group chat, and he always posts all the Oliver stuff, and I'm like, dude, that looks that looks good. That looks awesome. Like, what's the new one with the? Uh... Oh, dang, I can't think of it now. It's he's like all green, and he has that green like uh, the swarm net netting. Is it that? No, it's the oh it's the oh new oh. You mean blowback? Blowback. Yes. Yeah. I don't have. Oh, I do have him. I have him right here. It's the ghillie suit blowback. Yes. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, that right there. Uh, that almost that pretty much made me want to buy that one. Yeah, yeah. This is a good one. And he's got one also in a an Arctic style ghillie suit. Oh yeah, cool. Which I don't have next to me right now, but. So like Collectedisness says, do you like non-gummy weapons? Which I hear the weapons that he makes yeah. are a hundred times better than what Hasbro makes. They show up, and- you know, nice and straight every time. They're not warped in the package. They're they're based on real world weapons, so they're um they're not exact, right? Um, but they're they're very close. Um like I think this is a, a Chris Vector and Scott Hughes will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, rifle, of course, they they don't glow in the dark in the real world, but this is a glow in the dark <laughs> figure. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's cool. Yeah, I don't feel like they do. In, there's not companies that do enough glow in the dark stuff. I mean, McFarland does, but his uh, that's a whole conversation I could get into that I. Uh, I'm not well, a big fan of uh, his right now. Be, before, before Bobby did this figure, he asked me like, "What do you, what would you think about a glow in the dark swarm?" 
And I told him, I was like, I mean, it's not for me, the glow in the dark gimmick and yeah, whatever. But he did it and it came out. And I got to say, you know, I had to eat my words because this thing is cool. Even when it's not glow in the dark, just the, the color palette is really cool on this thing. Yeah, it is. And you hit it with the black light and put it in a dark room and it's like a little green light bulb. It's super bright. It's really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the one thing that I've noticed, like, with any company that's done glow-in-the-dark stuff, they can't get that glow to glow really bright. Uh-huh. Not, not even Funko has done that. And then there's, I can't remember what Funko I got. One of the Crow ones, I think, is glow-in-the-dark. Nah. I, I, think one of the pro- I think one of the problems with glow-in-the-dark now is that most light bulbs are LED. Right? Right. We're, we're going in the direction of LED and, and iridescent bulbs are being phased out. LEDs can't charge the the glow in the dark like fluorescent can or iridescent right. ir, ir, iridescent. Um, yeah. But if you and my buddy Scott, he sent me a link for a black light flashlight, which Articulated Ninja used in his video. So it's like a UV light that really works well to charge up a glow in the dark uh, item plastic. That we need we need to have a toy company make a UV light for every glow in the dark figure they sell. Yeah, you make it an add-on, right? That'd be that's yeah. a good idea. I have many of them, but a lot of people don't think they're that good ideas, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so as far as like G.I. Joe, because I mean obviously you and I are probably the same age range. We grew mm-hmm. up in the 80s. Uh, I mentioned you mentioned that you didn't like He-Man, which was one like one of the major um, toy lines back in the '80s, and something I grew up on and watched. GI Joe, Transformers, Silverhawks, um, and go on and on and on about all the awesome '80s toys uh, from back then. So, what is one toy line from then that you would want to see come back? Well. My well, my favorite toy lines are back. <laughs> so Kenner Star Wars, right? They're doing okay. those again, even in that style. Yeah. The they call them they call them retro. Retro, yeah. And my other one, my favorite toy line from the eighties was Superpowers, and now McFarlane has brought those back. Kinda, they're a little too big yeah. to fit with the originals. Um, but if there's one that hasn't come back, and it it wasn't my favorite, but I liked it. Inhumanoids. Inhumanoids, yeah. I love the big monsters, and I never had one. My cousin had one. He had Metlar, the big guy with like the. For some reason in the show, I thought he had lava in his mouth, but that just that's just what it looked like to me as a kid. Um, but they had big monsters, and it was just a cool toy line. I think the 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 cartoon series only lasted like one season. Um, mm-hmm. but I would love that toy line to come back. In a modern style, big giant monsters with lots of articulation. That would be cool. So who would you like, what company would you like to uh, see you actually bring that back? Valiverse. Come on. There you go. <laughs> but, it, but if not Valiverse, I, and a lot of people won't like this, but I'll say McFarlane because I think he does an excellent job at making big, ugly, disgusting monsters. True. He, like that's his that wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's something I wish he would go back into because, you know, they had that movie Maniacs line back in the 
what late nineties in the early two thousands, and they re brought it out. But have you seen those new movie maniacs that he's brought out? I haven't. I remember the old one. You know, he like he yeah. had Terminator in it and Predator and Alien and stuff. But I I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, the new ones are garbage. They're like, uh, I think they're five inch. Yeah, they're five inches. They don't move. It's they're not horror. They're all like Warner Brothers related things for obvious oh, reasons. Yeah, no, you know what? I, I think I have seen those. They're just little statues. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not good. I wish he would go he's back calling, to the. He's calling those stuff. movie maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. That's not right. Terrible, movie maniacs terrible, were terrible. big and yeah, they were monsters and 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 disgusting creatures and they were bloody and you know they were cool. Yeah, right. You had Halloween, you had all the sci-fi and all the horror. That's what movie maniacs was known for. The yeah. pro. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, when he said he's re-releasing those, I was like, oh, cool. We're gonna get some awesome, you know, horror stuff. And then right. the first few come out, and I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Ted Lasso, uh, Bugs Bunny as Batman, Jumanji, and I was like, "This is stupid." Jumanji, really? I, I have yeah. So, I've just I think I saw the Bugs Bunny one. I didn't. I didn't know he did Jumanji. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think Jack Black, The Rock, and he did Kevin Hart. The three. I think there might be the Karen Gillian one. I don't remember. Hmm. But those are the only three I've seen. But yeah, and I was just like, why? And then I think he limited them to a certain amount also. And I'm like, they just sit at GameStop. Wow. Well, I mean, if they're at retail, he's made his money, right? So. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> this is one I get to hear about all the time is Dino Riders. I vaguely cool. remember it, but I've never watched it. I never watched it either. Um, but it's one of the coolest concepts in toys. I mean, oh yeah. What what little kid doesn't like dinosaurs? And then you put like machine armory on them with lasers and stuff. I mean, that's just cool. What kid isn't going to like that? And there's a company that's kind of bringing them back. It's not officially licensed, but it's um, what's the name of that company? They make dinosaurs and stuff. Um, I don't remember, but they were at PowerCon, and they had a table oh, and they had some. Uh, yeah, they had some of their not Dino Riders on display the prototypes man they look cool that's awesome <clears throat> they're thank man, you they're 13th Prince. Uh, so, yeah cyberzoic is what they're called thank you okay and street sharks i think who's bringing that back just that just got announced street sharks mattel is is it mattel mattel put it on their mattel creation site and they were really expensive okay. yeah i was like i knew there was recently battle beast i hear about all the time um street humans <laughs> <laughs> oh nathan uh, yeah humanoids yes Met large. Met decompose, large decompose. Yeah. um someone mentioned battle beast william golden said battle beast there's yep. a company um that kickstarted a line called combat creatures <laughs> Which is like six inch articulated battle beasts, basically. And they look cool. 
What was the um oh I just seen it the other day. Is it called Loose Collectors? Is that what that is? Yeah, that loose collectors. The... Yeah, those dude. I, I didn't know they were that expensive, but I don't care. Those things are freaking awesome. Which one were you looking at? The the big wolves? The the wolves, and then there's the uh Mr. Hyde looking dude. Oh yeah. Is his I, name I, Hyde? Yeah, I, I have Mr. Hyde. He's an awesome figure. It's great. Yeah, the those things are freaking badass. Yeah, he does good. I also have his um he made she the from the Billy Tucci comic from the nineties. Oh, samurai looking geisha. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Good. I that's right. I think I think art actually showed us that. Yeah, art art has it. Yep. It's a great figure. And they could use all the Jurassic Park ones left over and use them. They could. Yeah. They could. Um, Dino Riders back in 20. I do remember them doing a Dino Riders back then, actually. Those were cool. They're all like Calendar Go still mm-hmm. at your local mall. At least at my local mall. You can go into Calendar Go and still find them. There we go. We got a lot of people in here today. Thanks for showing up. <clears throat> yeah, the 80s toys, man. Oh my gosh. I. And then my mom was saying that she's like, I have a whole bunch of old pictures of you when you were young with all your He-Man and your um, WWF back then, the LJN stuff. I, Dude, it was awesome. I only had awesome. one. I had I had Hulk Hogan. It's the only one I had from the LJN line. Did you have the belt still? I don't. I'm sure I lost that belt immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's like one of the first things you everyone lost was the belt. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm jealous because um, you know, I've asked my mom for pictures of me with my toys as a kid, and she looked through her albums and they don't exist. Oh, there that's unfortunate. None. Yeah. I mean she has pictures of me, but not me playing with toys. Oh well. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh yeah, because my sisters, they have, my mom has five each of photo albums of my sisters, and there's just one of my, of me. I was like, wow, that, that really, that really makes you feel good. That no, Now I know who you really loved when I was growing up. Are you up. the youngest? I'm the middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the youngest, so there's progressively less interest as, you know, each kid is born. Right. Like, oh, yeah, That's... we did this before. We don't need pictures of this one. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I remember my older sister, I think this was like MC Hammer was huge. He wanted Z Cavarici so bad. Then I think my parents got her knockoffs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she thought she was the coolest ever at high school. And I'm like, you're you're dumb. <laughs> so collecting it only pick i have is with toys with my toys all the toy story 2 toys posed with all me it's a kid toy story 2 god i love that that came, that, that came out when i was a legal adult <laughs> jeez oh okay, when, did that, so yeah, when did that come out you're not that old it, it, it must have been in the 2000s right toy story 2 because i know the first one came out in 95 i believe yeah one yeah. in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I, th- I think it was 95. 
I think the second one came out. Yeah, it had to have been in the two two ninety seven maybe. I don't freaking remember. I I feel like it was Toy Story, and then they did a bunch of first runs, and then their sequels didn't start until the two thousands. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Oh yeah, you could be right. Actually, I'm not too sure either. And that's maybe it was ninety eight. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe it could be ninety eight. I worked at a video store when that came out too, so I don't remember. That's like one of the funnest and best jobs I ever had was working in a video store. Blockbuster and some independence. Oh, that's cool. I never worked at a Blockbuster or a Hollywood video, but I did work at Camelot Music. I loved working at the record store. That was a oh, great yeah. job. Isn't because Camelot basically turned into FYE, didn't it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So what kind of cool stories do you have about that Camelot? Oh, probably nothing that cool, but I remember the, uh, the employee discount was cost plus 10%. And this is, uh, this was like in the year 2000. So Napster was kind of new. Not everyone had caught on to MP3s and illegal downloading yet. Um, so CDs were still expensive. They were like 20 bucks a piece or more. Yeah. But with my discount cost plus 10% cost on CDs for the store were like five bucks. Yeah. They're cheap. So, yeah. I I'd get a, I'd get a new CD, you know, for like five to six bucks. I love That's, that. Yeah. I remember those days, man, like, a CD would be <clears throat> say whatever, say like under twenty bucks at like uh, a Kmart or maybe not even Kmart, like a Target, or whatever. And you go to Camelot to find that one album of some band that you know you weren't going to find at retail. You had to go yeah. to Camelot, and it'd be like twenty eight ninety nine. You're like, oh my god, that's my allowance. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, and they funny. they had video games at the time too. And I got most of my video games from Camelot in, for my Sega Dreamcast. And I love the Sega oh. Dreamcast. One of my favorite consoles to this day. I wish I still had it. But um, I, I think with the discount, the you know the video games came out to like half price. You know, if a game was 60, mm-hmm. you'd probably get it for 30, which was still awesome. You know, oh, especially yeah. I made, I think I made $7.50 an hour. That was minimum wage at the time. And um it didn't, it didn't go far, but I, I kept that job for a while after I had found a new job that paid better. I still kept my yeah. job there working one day a week for four hours just for that discount. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> I know when I first got my first job at this little uh, mom and pop video store on my hourly wage, I think it was like three twenty-five an hour, but I can only work part-time because I was still in high school. Okay, you're older than me. Yeah, I'm 44. Oh, you're only a couple years older. The minimum wage was 5.15 when I got my first job. Yeah. Because I know when I got, what I called the big leagues, which was Blockbuster, because in, but like when I was at Blockbuster, I kind of made it (laughs) in a way. Yeah. Um, I believe my starting pay was, I think I still have my thing that I signed. I think it said like, 625 or whatever an hour something like that it wasn't very much yeah. 
you worked at Turkey. Uh, Tower Records. I didn't have that here. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, well, then like after that, I worked for Circuit City, so I worked there for a long, long time, and I worked at Blockbuster like off and on when they needed somebody, just so I could keep my discount and get my free videos. Because why not? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and that was when I think Blockbuster started coming out with uh, what they would call um, their can't even remember what they called them, but they were their own. I would say they were their like movie titles. Uh-huh. Uh, they were just basically direct to VHS or DVD back then. And this little no- unknown movie that I just took home on a whim ends up being a cult classic called Boondock Saints. It was like a blockbuster first movie. That's I think is what they call them. And I remember we had like 200 copies of that damn movie. And it was yeah. rented out all the time. It was awesome. That was such a good movie. The guy that made oh, that movie, movie is insane. So, Have you seen the documentary yeah, seen of him? What's that? Uh, I don't think it was it of him or was it of him in this movie? A documentary was made about that guy, the guy that made the movie, and I forget his name. But he, he yeah, eventually made a sequel. Huh? Ray Duffy was the director. Yes, that sounds right. Um, He eventually got to make a sequel, which I saw. Mm-hmm. And the sequel felt like more of a parody. It, yeah. It, I don't know. It wasn't. I wasn't into it, but the first one was excellent. Yeah, the second one didn't have the same feeling as the first one, and the budget was a lot different. It was uh, a higher budget because that other one was like basically an independent movie, and then Sony bought. I think they licensed it, or they can't remember. I think they had something to do with it, so they poured money into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's still okay. It's still a good watch every once in a while, but it's not the greatest. Uh, they're keep talking about it, dude. They're doing a third movie, and I think it's well past its time now. Yeah, I think um, Sean Patrick Flannery and the other guy may, might be a little too old. Yeah, no <laughs> I mean, I guess they could still do an action movie. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, why not? Arnold Schwarzenegger still does them, and he's yeah. what, in his seventies, maybe. It's got to be a good script. It's all about the script. Yep. That is the one thing about, I think, today's movies is we don't have good enough scripts. I mean, obviously, we we could talk about Star Wars, the DC movies, the Marvel movies, all those. It just comes out to script. If the script's good, then the movie can be good. But none of those have been good. Oh, especially yeah, they like, don't. Yeah. They don't have scripts. They have release dates. <laughs> yeah, and then they have to hurry up and get something made for the release date. That's really all that yep. matters, unfortunately. Yeah, I remember back way back in the day, they'd watch. Uh, I'm trying to think of an '80s movie like ET, for instance. You'd see that it would be do its theatrical run, and then you'd have to wait a full year for the VHS to come out. Yep. <laughs> and now it's not like that. Everything's just like, bam, snap of the fingers there. It was a year until the VHS, and then it was a year until broadcast television. So it was two years. That's right. I remember that. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. I remember Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. The Thanksgiving weekend would be like a big weekend for like broadcast premieres. Like I remember yeah. when they they broadcast, 
past premiere of Superman four and, and, you know, stuff like that. Um, it was like an event for me anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't even remember like when I was younger, I didn't remember going to very many movies cause I don't think my parents back then could afford to take us. Mm-hmm. I remember my grandma taking me. This is funny. I don't, I don't remember how old I was and whatever this year, these movies came out was probably how old I was. So she took me to the drive-in to see Rambo three and colors, <laughs> the movie colors. Oh yeah. man, what a double feature, yeah, dude! And my grandma was super overly religious, and I was just she's like, "Let's go see the movie. A movie. I want to take you to drive-ins. How about this movie, Rambo 3? And I, I was like, "I don't sure. I don't care. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I watched Rambo or Rambo two by then. But yeah, I remember the first one was Rambo three, and then Colors went on at midnight. She must like, have, like her face must have melted. Like, oh my god, what is this Rambo three? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wild, dude. I was just like, I think my mom. Did she was have like, her rosary beads out? <laughs> I, I don't know. She may have been. She may have been praying in the car. I remember. I don't know. Oh, but that I, that's woman. like one of the only like good memories I have of my grandma was that she took me to those movies. That double that's feature. Cool. Yeah. And I remember my mom being like, "Wait, your 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 grandma took you to two rated R movies." And I was like, yeah. And she, it's because it's her mom. And I was just, she was like weirded out that her mom would take her grandson to two rated R violent movies. <laughs> awesome. That's a, that's a good grandma. <laughs> it's right. I'm like, that's the only memory I have of her. And it's going to be about these two movies. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, mean, I remember the first other time things I, I remember talk. about <laughs> movies was this sound, I mean, not to be gross, not really that gross. Let's remember her farting the whole time we were watching the movies. So, yeah. I uh, I remember the first time I saw anything Rambo. And I I can't I couldn't tell you if it was, you know, which one it was. But my my dad had had rented it was before we had a VHS player. They existed but we didn't have one. But it it was some kind of big square disc that you'd play movies on. You'd put it in this machine. You know, it, oh yeah, Betamax. It, it, it wasn't Betamax because Betamax was it small, and it wasn't Laserdisc because huh. that was like a big record. This thing was right. square. It was square. It, it's a very odd technology. It didn't last long, but he rented one of those players, right? And so I think we watched some family movie, and then he put the kids to bed, right? Well, later that night, I snuck out of my room because I heard the TV on. So I sneak out in the living room, and I'm. He had this red easy chair. And I'm sneaking up behind the chair and I'm looking around the side of the chair and Rambo was on the TV. And I was like, this is so cool. You know, he had his machine gun shooting people and stuff. It was awesome. And uh, (laughs) that was my first experience with Rambo. Um, I've been a fan ever since. Oh, yeah, dude. All those 80s movies. Awesome. All those action movies. Yep. Like, um, Like one of my... Let's see, it's not really a hero, but like one of my all-time favorite 80s action stars was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. I think my mom's actually the one who uh rented Bloodsport. She's like, oh, I think you would like this. Like, yeah, no. you would. That movie's awesome. It holds up. <laughs> oh good, dude. Yeah. And man. that's like <clears throat> that's one thing I don't ever want to see remade is Bloodsport or Kickboxer ever. Never. 
didn't they try to remake Bloodsport? I feel like they did. I don't know. I don't yes, they, I know that. I knew Scott Hughes oh. would know what that was. RCA, RCA okay. CED player. The disc was contained inside the square cartridge. That's right. That's funny. Yep. That shows that tells you everyone in the chat how old they are, I guess. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh the new Roadhouse. I know like everyone's I don't know. A lot of people don't like that they're re- they remade it ever. <clears throat> I wasn't really Look, a huge fan of Roadhouse. I love I love the original Roadhouse, okay? And I, I've said this before, I don't like these corny remakes. I'm like, just make something new, okay? Right. You don't need to remake classics. They're not going to be better than the original. But this new Roadhouse trailer sold me on the movie. I think it looks really good, and I can't wait to see it. It's unfortunate, though. I mean, it is cool, though, that it's coming to Amazon Prime, but it's not theatrical, which I think sucks. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the director who came out... Um, I want to say a couple days after that trailer dropped and was saying that he was basically pissed that, you know, he made his best movie, his best movie he's ever made and that they're releasing it straight to uh video prime video. And that's not getting a theatrical um, window. And I guess that's not what he signed his contracts as theatrical window. So yeah, it's going to be on Amazon prime. Um, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I think the pandemic made me appreciate just watching a movie at home instead of going to the theater. So, yeah. Yeah. American Ninja, that's another good movie. Actually, gosh, old old 80s movie. What's the last good movie you've watched? The last good movie I watched. Well, it wasn't it wasn't um, Oppenheimer. Because um, I liked it up until the bomb went off, and then I was bored out of my mind after that. Um, the last, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of movies anymore. Um, oh, Extraction was good. I watched that mm-hmm. one recently. I was late to the game with Extraction, but that was good. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you watch Extraction 2? <clears throat> Not yet. But I will. It takes me a while I to feel get like around. that one's... I feel like that one's actually better than the first one. Okay. Cool. Because the first one was That's just me, good. though. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, I could be the only one that thinks that. But I felt like the second oh. one was a lot better. I know what I've seen lately that was really good. Godzilla minus one. Heck yes. I thought it, I think I think it's the best Godzilla movie that I've seen. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I've seen it twice. The second time I took my son because he wanted to see it, and then I ended up falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. He kept, he was like, I kept having to wake you up. You started snoring. And I was like, I was? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we went at a later night and uh, during the weekday, I like guess, school day. And I don't know. Yeah. I was just super tired, I guess. But yeah, that movie is really good. I The new, there's a uh, black and white version. I think it's oh, coming out. I don't remember. Oh, they're, I didn't know they were doing a black and white version of it. Yeah. <clears throat> that I would actually, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it in black and white. I think that'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah, so that's it. Nathan just watched that last Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, I think the, I don't know, like what, 
you can say about that movie. It wasn't really about the Godzilla. I think it was the people that made that movie really good. Oh, absolutely. It was the characters. It was the kamikaze yeah. pilot. And yeah, his, his whole story was the best part of the movie. Godzilla was frightening, you know, but he was, yeah. it was more just like, it was, I don't know. That was kind of just the setting. It, it was good either way. I have no complaints about the movie. I really enjoyed it. Can you believe they did that on a $15 million budget? That's nuts. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That's, I mean, that... if that was fifteen million and the Flash was like three hundred million, what's yeah. going on? Because the Flash was the worst movie I've ever seen. Probably that was so bad. Uh. Hey, Cobra okay, Salvador. So, good evening. So Ryan had plugged this appearance, so I wanted to pop in and wish you guys a good evening and great show. I'll be sure to catch the replay. Thank you. Hashtag white potato power. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Cobra Saboteur. He's a good guy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's good to see like a bunch of people I've never seen before. Um, you're only the second for this new season. We've, this is okay. our fourth season. So oh, we wow. uh, it's been it's been what I was trying to think, last um August was our last one, I think. Oh, okay. Up until recently, yeah. So, junior number two. So that's good. I'm starting out good. Yeah, this Nathan likes to make fun of me. I love the Eternals and the Flash. I did not love the Flash, but I do enjoy the Eternals. As much people would hate that movie, I don't care. I thought it was good. The, the The Eternals for me, it took me three tries to get through it because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's like. It's so boring. Yeah, and I'm like, I get it. But it's more for me. It was more about the cinematography and all the real like backdrops, I guess, because she didn't use very much CGI in that movie. Mm. Uh, and it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell if there was CGI or not. But watching the making behind of that movie, it was all like real landscapes and stuff. So I, that's why I yeah. enjoyed it probably oh, more cool. than anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, did you buy I the figures? Yeah, I have the figures. You waited for clearance? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy those full price. No. no, actually, it's funny how I got those cheapers. That movie was to come out, like, I don't remember. One, when did that come out? 20... 2021, I think. 20, yeah, 2021. This was to come out in 2020. It got delayed a whole year. Right. And my Walmart had all that, to- like, all the Marvel Legends out like a whole year uh, prior and like all the stuff was already out. So they ended up clearancing down to $7. And I bought one and it was $3. So then I went back and just went and grabbed them all. I'm like, these are all three bucks. I'm just going to buy them all. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the right price for those. <laughs> <laughs> I would only, you yeah. know, if I were to buy them, I would only buy them for fodder. And I think I, I bought the main guy in the blue. Um, just for the oh, for, it, for the head Icarus, sculpt yeah. in the hands, yeah, Icarus. Yeah, yeah. yeah he knew he know Hasbro's not reusing those body molds because those are like a one and done only time they're making those. Yeah, and they didn't come with really anything anyway, so then they weren't gonna spend extra money with all that tooling and stuff. Right. Yeah, they have a much bigger budget for their MCU stuff for sure. Yeah. I guess the what's coming out? 
Deadpool, Deadpool three, or Deadpool versus Wolverine. Um, I think that budget was it's under around two hundred million. I think they said it was like a one fifty or something. I mean, it's still that's still expensive. Yeah, I think um, you know that's the one bright semi bright spot of the future of the MCU. <laughs> Um, because everyone loves Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is like, he was made to play that role and he does it so well. And the first two were excellent. They're really funny. Um, and I think the third one will be too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but beyond Deadpool three. Yeah. The, what, trailer, what does the, come out, huh? yeah, the trailer will come out during the Super Bowl. I cool. believe. I think I read it's coming out. It's in a 32nd trailer. Um, second quarter, I think, is what I read, and it'll say like, "Go see the full trailer on Marvel.com and YouTube or something like that." Don't quote me on that for sure, because that's kind of what I've read and heard. Well, <clears> yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting for the YouTube drop anyway. I don't yeah, even I mean, know if I'll watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't really care because I don't like either of those teams. But yeah, that's all the reason why I don't want to watch it because the Deadpool yeah. trailer, and I don't think there's anything else. That I really care about, but Deadpool three. I'll watch the Super Bowl if I'm invited to someone's party and they have wings. Then I'll then I'll watch it for the wings. <laughs> for the wings, it's got to yeah. be for the wings. So. Got to be for the wings. I mean, you're more than welcome, but now that's a long drive just for one game. So yeah, that's a long drive, <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't be very fun because I have to work later that night. So oh yeah, that sucks. Unfortunately, yeah. Good old uh, overnight shift. Those are always fun. Hmm. So besides all that stuff, um, the, I've known Art for, I don't know, maybe a year and a half or so. I think maybe a year. You have you met Art? You've met Art, right? In person, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I um. We went on a date together in New York City, me and him. How was that? How was that date? Romantic. Did he hold no, your hand it, afterwards? It was, <laughs> yeah. No, we uh, we walked around like Times Square and hit up some toy shops and stuff like Midtown nice. Comics. And we went okay. to the Disney store. It was like the last Disney store. They had nothing. The shelves were empty. Wow. Um, we went to... Uh, FAO shorts where everything was oh, cool. triple the price and they had no good figures. And we went to the Nintendo store and I got, I didn't buy anything for myself. I bought a, uh, a Mario brothers plushie for the kid. Cause he's really into Mario. And, um, and then we grabbed uh, some New York pizza in times square, which I know like a real New Yorker would be like, Oh, that's not New York pizza. That's tourist crap. But I thought it was good. It was fine. You know, you say it's better than what you had, what we have over on the West Coast. I mean, no, yeah. no, <laughs> it, it was comparable, you know. <clears throat> yeah, as good, maybe a little better. I've never been over there, so. That's, well, no. get a press pass for New York Comic Con. I heard I they, they don't like giving them out. Yeah, I wish, and I don't. I don't know anyone that gets those actually that tries. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think you have to have like a hundred thousand subs to get one. Yeah, 
And I'm, I'm nowhere near that spot ever close to yeah, that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but Art, you know, Art will just work for Reed Pop and then he'll get a pass to get in, you know, and he'll work. Yeah, that's what he was in. saying. That's what he was telling yeah. us. Yep. That's the way to do it, I guess. Um, that's how a lot of these guys in Southern California, they're like friends with somebody and then they're like, oh, you want to work this booth? And that's how they get in. Which is yep. the cool way of getting in, I guess. Absolutely. That's how I get in at the shows that Valiverse does. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, I'm working the booth. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to make uh, a figure of you. Never. That'll never happen. No. It, you know, never. it's got to be like a celebrity or someone that really served in the military, and I never did. So, okay. yeah. Maybe one day. I mean, do I really belong next to Tim Kennedy or Sergeant Slaughter? No, nah, probably not. <laughs> or Desert Rat. <laughs> yes, I do belong next to Desert. I should be above Desert Rat at all times because, you know, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan in here wants to know, how much do you love The Crow? I, I've seen it once and I didn't like it. I thought it was corny. Oh, because I'm wearing the shirt? That's why I look. No. Well, I mean, everyone tells me it's like, you know, it's a great movie. I, I got to watch it again. I, you know, I saw it, I saw it probably senior year, maybe high school, that era. And I was like, what is this? I wasn't into it. But maybe if I revisited it, I would have more appreciation for it. Yeah, I hear that a lot, actually. There's a lot of people that didn't like it the first time I wa they watched it. Um, I, I like that movie. I have a, like, whole backstory of reason why i like that movie so not gonna get into that too i won't get into that tonight <clears throat> long story short uh i met him brandon lee when he was going to film the movie uh he was promoting rapid fire at the time um my uncle had a dojo in la and he knew him he came to say hi to my uncle on his way out to north carolina i think and I met him, had no idea who he was. No idea. Oh, man. Because he had long hair. I didn't know who he was. My uncle told me afterwards, he's like, that's Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was that's like, a tragic story, isn't it? Yeah. And then, you know, goes to film the movie. And then, you know, almost a year later, I don't know, maybe it's that long. Like eight months later, then I heard that, you know, he died. And I was like, what? So anyway, yeah. long story short, that's like one of the reason why I think I like that movie most out of most of the comic book movies that I've seen over the years. Well, I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I was just saying that's probably why I like that movie the most because of that reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you met the guy. <laughs> yeah, not knowing who he was, I just like I kicked myself when I was younger. I was like, huh? I met him and didn't know it was him. How crazy is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Conley, that would argue that movie and the tragedy behind it really changed the landscape of the anti-hero trope. Yeah, because he was a um, wasn't really an anti. Yeah, he was an anti-hero. So yeah. Welcome to greetings. Hello. Hey Jim. <clears throat> so there was uh, what's like the biggest misconception that people have about you? Uh um i guess that i hate everything and that i hate gi joe classified 
everyone thinks Which is that. not true. No, I got a lot of them. <laughs> I don't buy stuff that I don't like. Yeah. That's got to be the biggest misconception, though. Nathan, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, at least it's not like Rocco, I guess, where everyone just you hear his name and everyone just is like, oh, I don't like the guy. Like, have you ever watched any of his videos? No, I just don't like him because everyone else doesn't like him. Yeah, he's always he's always been nice to me, man. I got no problem with him at all. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've used I used to watch some of his videos here and there, but not not recently. Just watched the uh, live stream or the replay of that today, and I was like, huh, he maybe. Maybe he's a lot different than he used to be. I don't know because I used to watch his stuff every once in a while. Yeah. Were <clears> you surprised <throat> that neither of us found anything under the shelf during that live stream? Uh, yeah, I was pretty surprised you guys didn't find it under the shelf. I thought about doing something like that, like going back here to my shelf and lifting it up, be like, "Look what I found under the shelf, Rocco." <laughs> you know. <laughs> you should have done that. Damn it! You should have done that. I should have. Damn it. You're, hey, when you have him on next time or he has you on, you should do that. I will. I think that'd be awesome. Ryan is Seattle's finest tuber. I agree because I don't know anyone else up there. Keep the other three PLA in check. I try. Um, Thank you, Jim. You got a Toys R Us back there? Oh, which him or me? I mean, he has a fantastic collection back there. Well, yours is carded, so it looks more like a Toys R Us aisle. Like they're, you know, your figures are on the shelf. Yeah, you could say I'm a big Spider-Man fan, I guess. Yeah, me too. I love Spider-Man. So, do you uh, collect one carded, one open? I don't. I actually, I'll take that back. I haven't done that in the past, uh -huh. but with this new No Way Home wave, I bought one, two, one to open, one to rock on card. It's the only time I've ever done that. And it's Spider-Man, so I had to. Yeah. Yeah, and I just recently opened this uh, Walmart-exclusive animated one, dissociated one. Do you like it? Yeah, I I don't know what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be on the Renew Your Vows body, but... It should yeah. have been. Uh, I, I, in that same been. line, the Symbiote animated is on the Renew Your Vows body. So it's the same character from the same show. Why are is it two wildly different bodies? It's a Hasbro thing, man. We know that. Yep. <laughs> Hasbro is Hasbroing. That's yep. I, <clears throat> Do you, I don't even. Uh, I don't even have the Renew Your Vows two pack. That's like the one I thought I would be able to get on clearance, and man, was I wrong. Oh, that sucks. Is it yeah. selling for a lot now? I don't I don't know. I haven't looked in a while. Okay. I remember shortly after I found it one time and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll pass. I'll probably get it on clearance. It was at like 90, 90 or 100 bucks at one point. But that was when it came out. Yeah. It's got to be a pretty obscure Spider-Man to go on clearance. Like I know some of the, the PS4 suits went on clearance from the Hobgoblin wave and that black and white suit from that target exclusive went on clearance oh yeah but um 
if it's like a traditional looking Spider-Man, blue and red, I I wouldn't risk that one, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the mistake I made right there. Not doing that. Yeah, because all those variations, those always tend to sit around yeah. half the time. Yep, for sure. <laughs> <What's this? laughs> Legacy of Nerd, what's up? Thank you for joining. Yeah. So Spider-Man is your, is that like your, the go-to for Marvel Legends or is that just your go-to in general? Um, for Marvel characters, I, yeah, it, it's safe to say Spider-Man is my favorite. Um, overall, my go-to would be, probably be Superman or, you know, sometimes okay. Batman, but I'm always looking for a good Superman. And with, you know, with McFarlane having the license, <laughs> you have to buy the expensive ones, in, at least for me, because I don't like the way McFarlane figures look for the most part. Yeah, um, I don't... And they're all seven inch. They're all huge, you know, so. um, If Mezco's putting out a good Superman or, or Mafex, I'm buying it. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> Mafex makes... Dude, their DC figures are so... Oh, my God. They're, they're so good. They are. I love them. I don't have any of those, but I I look at them, and I'm like, dude, these are well worth $90, 90 to $100, like, any given day over any freaking McFarlane Superman. I mean, I don't know if they'll ever make a better Dark Knight Returns Superman than, than Mafex did. It's to me it's flawless it's the perfect representation of that version of superman now mcfarlane has done it right and that one was okay but eventually he'll do it again and maybe slightly oh, yeah. tweak it make it a little bit better you know and then you'll have Definitely. to buy you'll have to buy another one i mean that that's marvel legends whole thing right they're going to give you a, a pretty good spider-man but not quite that good that way, a couple years down the road, they're going to put out one that's slightly better, and then you want to buy that one too. You know, with yeah. Mafex, with Mafex, I feel like you're one and done. You never that's need to true. buy another one. That's 100 percent true. That's like that Scarlet Spider. I don't think you could have to buy the new retro carded version that's coming out because that yeah, Mafex one's awesome. I I didn't pre-order that one because I have the Mafex and. That you know, that's the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider. I don't think Marvel Legends can beat it. <laughs> no, and it's it's on the Renew Your Val's body, I think, too. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Because the Mafex one comes with cloth, right? A cloth uh hoodie. Yep, soft goods hoodie. Yep. Yeah, soft good, yeah. <clears throat> that's god, dude. That's something I wish has brought the ball. I wish they would lead into soft goods more yeah it's very rare they do anything with soft goods with legends yeah yeah that last one was the hawkeye which went whatever the sky cycle one <laughs> yeah though that's barely cloth that's like a yeah. that's like a weird kind of like synthetic plastic cloth or something yeah i was like say like nylon or something yeah it's like the 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 wings that they give to uh storm like that same weird yeah 
Good old Hasbro. Cheap, cheap, cheap. <clears throat> so good Superman. So yeah, McFarlane hasn't made a good Superman. I know a lot of people praising this new one that's just coming out. I don't think it looks that good. Uh, there's rumors that he's doing a Christopher Reeves Superman. Oh, poor. Yeah, I. Poor Christopher I, Reeve. I don't want. I don't want to see McFarlane do his head sculpt. That's gonna be. I, you know, it's gonna be bad. It, dude. He doesn't get. I think I can only say The Rock's Black Adam is probably the best fate sculpt of any McFarlane movie figure he's done. Um, but yeah, Christopher Reeves. I. I dread that that ends up being true. I hope. God, he's gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and I'll, yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll have a good time making fun of it on the three POA podcast. I yeah, I look forward to that because I think that'd be freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like the because I, I remember telling you, I think I messaged you about the. Uh, $40 figures that wave that's I think it's in it's on his website yeah <clears throat> yep. that the uh they were the target exclusive there's no not no target exclusive this year that I've that I've found out and then there's a new wave coming out I think um Jager uh him and I talked about this Justice League Task Force do you remember that SNES game can't say I do no because uh, Superman had a mullet, I think, in that game, too. I remember. Oh, I'm familiar with mullet Superman, for sure. <laughs> um, so but there is another game. line, a wave coming out for that video game. It's um, Superman, Aquaman. I think it was the Flash and Batman 4. It's a gold label. It's going to be a McFarland store exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the Build-A-Figure is a mega fig. Of what? I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know yet. I've been oh, trying gotcha. to find out. There'll be a mega gotcha. fig. Everyone. I think what the rumor is. It's supposed to be Doomsday. <gasps> Are the figures yeah. going to be forty? I don't know. I'm trying to find that information out. Um, I think when like how I get the information, I can't say how I get the information. But the person that I know was saying that they may end up leaning towards the fifty nine price point. Or forty nine price point, sorry, for this one because the mega fig. And I was like, if you go to forty nine, everyone they're gonna have a mutiny on your hand. I'm telling you right now because everyone's gonna be pissed. They're gonna they're gonna charge forty nine dollars for one McFarland figure with the build a figure piece. That's what they were leaning towards uh, like a month ago. I don't know if that's gonna happen still because of that. Outrage over the other one. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him going to 39. I think 39 is ridiculous for that yeah. crap that he's putting out. Yeah. I mean, there's also a conspiracy that he made Spectre sold out. So you have to buy the full, complete wave to get Spectre. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be waiting for that Mayfex Doomsday. <laughs> you know? I don't need to uh, spend fifty dollars for no kidding, for, you know, for four McFarland figures, because really the the only one that I would want would be Doomsday. Um, right, but not for the, yeah, no, can't do it. I mean, I I guess I'm starting to be 
priced out on domestic figures, which is I'll I'll still buy a Mar- Marvel Legends sometimes for twenty five, but it's got to be a good one. Like Spiral was good. Spiral was right. worth every penny of twenty five dollars. Um, the uh, the Amazing Spider Man I think was worth the twenty five. Forty for McFarland, fifty for McFarland. I'm out, man. I'm out. Yeah, I think that these companies, like, like all the smaller independent companies. I mean, yeah, they're expend a little bit more expendy, but the quality's better. Their overall are um, like molding and tooling's way better than what we're getting yeah. for even twenty five bucks. Oh sure, and um. Like I said, with Doomsday, you know, it, I think I could safely say when Mafex does it, because they're getting into the death of Superman and reign of the Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll be worth the hundred and probably fifty bucks that it's going to cost, you know, because he's going to be big. He's going to be a big character. Yeah, he's that'll be the last Doomsday that I need. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Did you not? Did you not get the, the uh, what is that two pack that came? Was it last year? The year before? The Superman and Doomsday two pack that uh, nope. did Target make that an exclusive? I don't remember. So you didn't they grab might that have. one. They might have, but I, no, I didn't get it. I didn't like the way it looked. Yeah, that's I didn't like a lot of people Doom- said. Yeah, I ended up getting that on clearance. That was the only only way I was buying that was on clearance. Yeah, I mean, look, for me now, shelf space is at such a premium in my collection room. It's got to be. A near perfect figure for me to buy it to put it on the shelf because I just don't have room. You know, it's going right. to be taking the place of something else, so it's got to be it's got to be good. So I, I I'm not going to settle for that McFarlane Doomsday, but wasn't it technically to the Destroyer Doomsday or? I don't yeah, know. I think I don't know. I don't know if they named it, but that's what it was listed Destroyer Doomsday. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I did see it, but I I passed on it. Yeah, I saw it when it came out, and I was like, "Dude, this is sixty bucks." I'm all really? I'm all, eh, I can wait. Yeah. Luckily, it was, I got it on clearance for I think twenty something. I think I don't remember. It wasn't oh, that's very, not bad. That expensive. That's not bad. No, yeah. and someone tried to hide it, so luckily I found it uh, in like the most random aisle, and I was like, "Oh, someone tried to hide this," so I just bought it. Why the hell not? Yeah. But then again, I'm. Got a whole table full of stuff over here for whatnot next week because all of it's McFarland. I'm pretty much out on them now. Oh wow! Yeah. So you do you like using whatnot? I've heard of it, but I've never used it. Um, I've bought from it. I've only sold on it once um, because they reached out about a partnership. And that was the only okay. reason why I was like, okay, sure. But like, they're like they want you to continuously. You know whatnot I feels like all the time and i was like i work this job that i just can't be on whatnot all the time it just doesn't work that way for me so yeah. they, they, they ended up dropping me because i wasn't doing enough but it's it's fun it's like doing twitch and um ebay basically okay but yeah it, you can have fun like doing the chat like we have on uh here like you have the chat but sometimes they can go really fast you can get raids from other streamer or I guess auctions uh, that can come in. So you could get 
you know, 200 people in your live stream when you're doing auctions. So it's, I mean, it's fun. It's, uh, you gotta be prepared if you ever do it. Cause it's a lot of work. That's the thing with whatnot. It's a lot of work to do. Yeah. You have to have not just yourself. You need someone else to help do it. It's a lot of work. I did it by myself and I realized I was like, okay, when I do this next time, I have to have help because it's a lot to do at, all at one time. Like you literally have to show off all your stuff all the time, all the time. Hmm. So that way people be like, Oh, like, Hey, will you, what about that? You know, you have to type it in the little thing and, you know, put it up for auction at whatever price. And then you either sell it or you don't. But and what if, if you, you want to get rid of you wanted for it? Oh, then, oh, well, you lost money, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So it's like eBay that way. Yeah. It's an eBay that way. Like they're, Whatnot's commission, I guess what they take is I think close to 10%, I think. Mm-hmm. So they, they take a good chunk. Um it's like I said, it's like eBay in that sense. eBay takes like 15%. Oh I yeah, see, I don't haven't yeah. done eBay in a while. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Killwog and Quiet, Kyle Rayner, Mega Figures Duel, and Superman Ghost of Zod, Vampire Nightwing. I didn't know about that, and a two name couple. That's another kill log. That's going to be expensive. Um, I I'm interested to see Kilowog. I hope he's single packed. Or or is nope, this, oh, he's coming with Kyle Raynar. Yep. Yeah. I might I might spring for that as long as it's not a hundred dollars. <laughs> Dude, he's done four versions of Kyle Raynar, and they're all the same. Just painted different. Hmm. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it's a new Kyle Rayner because he seems to reuse a lot now. He's becoming Hasbro now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, did, you know, I think they they kind of have to do that, right? They have to reuse those molds. So, I mean, I it get it for, as a yeah, I get it as a business standpoint because you can't tool new action figures all the time. There's just no way, right? And they. Uh, What's in the new Nightwing? Did you see promo images of that new Nightwing, the Nightfall one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So the face, it's not the, I don't think it's the full head. The face is the reuse from the Chris O'Donnell Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good old Toddy Mac, huh? Yep. Good old Toddy Mac. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Todd said he will eventually do all the Batmobiles from the movies. Yeah, that is true. There's um, the Tumblr coming out. You can only imagine what that's going to be priced at. The Tumblr. Yep. Oh, that's going to be tempting. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Don't be that I'm much. I guess we I'm guessing you didn't pull the trigger on Catwoman and the Batpod. I did not, no. Yeah, good. Definitely no. bucks. Yeah. I did get the Lobo on the Space Hog. Yeah, I got that too. I'm pretty happy with that purchase. The Space Hog is a little hollow, a little chintzy, but yeah, it looks good. And the Lobo figure is actually not bad. Isn't it just a reuse from the single common one that came out? It might be. I don't know. 
Like um, I don't buy a ton of McFarlane. You know, it's very rare I get one. So the Space Hog was the first one I've gotten in a long time, and I was, yeah, seventy five was pricey for it. You know, once I got the Space Hog in hand, you know, it feels very light and hollow. Um, but the whole package, it just looks, it looks cool on the on the shelf. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think the money, like what he was selling it for, was worth the price, though? Your mileage may vary. Um, I think it could have been cheaper, especially because he did the Batmobile with Batman for the same price, right? Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, maybe a lot of that is because of the size of the box and the price of getting it here to the States from the factories. I don't know. Um, but I think. I think putting it at the same price as the Batmobile was a little, mm. right? Maybe drop, maybe drop it down to sixty-five. That would have been better. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about that Catwoman because I knew there was a single uh, Catwoman coming out. And I was like, how does not anyone know that there's a single version of this same figure coming out? Yeah, and that Bat Pod looks pretty empty. I don't know. I feel like that bat pod with Catwoman should have been forty dollars, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were discussing in the group chat. We all were like, you know, kind of guesstimating, and I don't, none of us got it right. Like we were all way off. I was like, wow, seventy bucks for that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a too much for his stuff. That's why I'm like decided. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of out on his stuff. It's I bought what. Oh, I opened this brand new. I, don't know, I got this a while ago, but this is how it came out of the box. Oh, no. Yep. Can that, is the plastic broken or can that be snapped back together? Or Nope. It's, uh, it's not, that's the thing. It's not broken. It can't snap back together. I tried. I oh. think whatever adhesive they were using, it didn't get adhesed. Gotcha. Like whatever glue they may have used. Yeah, I literally like pulled it out. I was like, what the hell? Hmm. Like the most, one of the most sought after besides that Hutch Batman. Batman that I can't find anymore. And it's now in two pieces. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed, but luckily I have a backup. Oh, you have a backup. Okay. I was going to say, can you email them and try to get a replacement? Oh, I did that. And their customer service is the terror worst I've ever dealt with. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, they're well, I had to go through this three weeks it took for them to respond. They're like, oh, then you just need to take it back to where you got it. That was their response. I'm like, so I got this at retail. It doesn't exist in retail anymore. It's pretty much gone. You can't find it where I live. And no, can you just replace it with the same one? Oh, we don't have it in stock anymore. I'm just like, okay. Oh, dang. Yeah, and I was expecting better from his customer service team, and it sucked. I felt like I got better response from Hasbro on a couple things. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't get the same thing, but I don't really care. At least they send you something. Yeah, they send you something that you can hopefully what? sell and get your money yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my son just bought, um, I think it's Braun Transformer, and it came with two left feet. 
that right? Two left legs. Yeah. Damn. You can't even transform him then. No, exactly. And he was like, he comes on my, he's like showing me, I'm like, what? He's like, look. I'm like, I'm looking. He's like, king with two left legs. I was like, oh. And I told him, like, go through the process, email him, send him the receipt and the picture, whatever. And I was like, you're not going to get the same one. Guess what? They sent him the same figure. I couldn't believe it. Oh, well, that's good. That's a, that's yeah. a win. Yeah. Yep. But we just returned that to Walmart because he got, because he bought one. That's what he ended up doing. Find another one. So we returned that one to Walmart today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what do you got coming up? Uh, I know you do your podcast Wednesdays and Saturdays every other week. Yeah. So this week, um, tomorrow, and I I just posted the link a, a minute ago um, on Wednesday. <clears throat> My buddy Jeremy's coming back. We're going to do an episode of Loose But Complete tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And then Saturday, uh, 3POA is back, me and Bobby, and a very special guest, which I'm not going to announce until probably tomorrow. Um, We're going to start a little bit early at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Saturday is going to be a cool show. I can't wait. Um, So stay tuned for that announcement. Sweet. I will be looking forward to that. And anything else you want to plug before we take off tonight? Uh, You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I got it right there. Right there, yeah. Yep. <laughs> In that small font that we have. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, dude. I appreciate you. I know um, we don't really we don't know each other, and Art was the one who was like, "You should uh, talk to him." And I was like, "Sure, why not?" I don't. I'm all about talking to whoever. I don't really care. So yeah, good to meet you virtually, I guess. And yeah, nice to really meet you, Carlos. Not- you're really not that far in a sense, I guess. Not not really. Yeah. About so, 10 hours probably. <laughs> yeah. Give or take. Yeah. If I ever come up that way, I will have to reach out to you and uh, sure. let you know I'm in town. All right. My goal is to go to a Seahawks game next this year. So cool. First time. So yeah. Anyway, fun, man. Yeah. Have you, have you gone to any of those? Um, Last time I went, that was probably about five years ago, but yeah, I've been to many, oh, wow. many Seahawks games. Yeah. So they're as loud as they say, huh? Oh yeah. You have to wear earplugs. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> but the Niners are, uh, they're loud, but I don't, I don't think they're that loud. Well, they designed the stadium to reflect sound. Right. So the stadium's a little, you know, it's a bit of a cheat, but it's loud, <laughs> man. Yeah, that stadium looks like football. That's the way it looks. When you look at the aerial view, that's what it looks like. It's a football. Yeah. It's so loud, you feel it in your chest. Like, you feel feel the sound. Yeah, it's crazy. That is pretty freaking crazy. Like, wear earplugs or your your ears will be ringing when you leave. See, that's... um, That makes me hyped. I want to go so bad. Every year, I keep saying, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, but then, like, Something always happens, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. So, yeah. yeah, I look forward to that. I look forward to meet you in person one day, sure. uh, maybe at a con or in Seattle. Who knows? That'd be cool. Hell yeah, it would be cool. <clears throat> but, yeah, that is it tonight. Thank you guys for it, being in the chat tonight, being super active. Thank you again for coming on. 
And I'm looking forward to Saturday with your not to be named guest until then. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, next week we have undisputed with a bunch of uh, toy tubers. So look out for that next Tuesday. Till then, peace. <laughs>